Hi guys, how are we doing? Hi guys, hope you're all well. Welcome to this week's episode of Baz and Sunny Real Talk. Hi. You love your hand actions, don't you? I do, yeah. I don't know, I do do a yeah. lot of hand actions. <laughs> you do do a lot of hand actions. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to be talking about our franchise business. Before we talk about that, let's talk about this. Oh yeah, God, I forgot I was holding you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Boom. Boom. Yes, front page. <laughs> Happy days. We are so proud to be on gassed. front cover so of Business Insider magazine. It's massive. It's actually a madness. It's crazy. We are front cover. There's a three-page spread on us, is it? Two-page spread. Two-page spread double on us. Spread. Double spread. Literally, there you go. Boom. <laughs> Front cover of so the Business proud. Insider magazine. This we've is an been, accomplishment. We've been in a lot of um, newspapers, magazines. We've been in quite a few. I mean, this is the daddy though. I feel like this is the this is like Midlands Business Insider. Proper. Basically, the way this came about is the guy who writes this, Kurt. He contacted us, had a conversation about like Jot Life, and we told him the story. We just had that conversation with him. It was a great, great conversation. Then about three days later, he called us and said he's going to put us on the front cover and told us how to pose. So this was his idea of how to pose there's another pose inside <laughs> place it was like a wedding photo i've never been that i haven't been that close to sunny and bloody we're so bloody, close to each yeah, other two honestly. years some of them we, we had a lot of outtakes which are really funny of this bottle yeah, but yeah. Like, our nose was literally touching the bottle yeah that's a bit awkward <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he told us not to smile, look quite serious, everything, but yeah, it's, it's quite cool. very well. There's another yeah. one there as well. But yeah, that's it, front page. Proud. That's one thing that we're really trying to do as well this year is that um, celebrate our successes, celebrate our wins, yeah, share be it, proud of it, be proud of it. And you know what, before, like, you know, we wouldn't, we'd be like, oh yeah, no, you know, let's not do before, that. I've been in a lot of newspaper articles, even for like, the oh, I love. no, look, I'm not saying, like, do you know what I mean? Not like, I'm not saying it to gash myself <laughs> at all, I'm saying it, but I've you never. You should say it to gash yourself. No, but I've never. Like made a hoo ha of it when really, look, I'm actually bloody well proud. Yeah, it's pretty so, been hard work to get to this. Thank you for sharing this occasion with us, guys. That's it. But this leads us on to nicely exactly what that's about. So it isn't just about Jot Life and me and Sonny on front page and obviously us becoming next billion dollar business. It is a bit about that, but it's a lot about us as entrepreneurs and where we started, how we grew the franchise business, how we grew everything desserts, and then how we've obviously grown Jot Life it's in about order us of as sequence. Entrepreneurs. That's what Kurt, the, the editor, liked about us. He said he liked our story and he liked our journey as entrepreneurs and that was good for us to hear what he found interesting about us he liked our how we've done it all together as a couple you're as posing well. for photo again <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's why we decided this episode as it is inside the magazine so to all the people that view it and read the spread uh, it's delightful desserts everything desserts then Jot Life so we're going to talk today about delightful desserts franchise start off with the I think let's just do it we're going to our feedback from the last episode was that we're clear concise and, and quick and to the point so what we're going to try and do is be clear, concise, and talk about Delightful Desserts franchise, how we knew nothing about a franchise business, and grew it from one store, Sunny's idea, um, which she wanted to be like a little homely, little her own little dessert parlour kind of thing, In and then we head, took it yeah. all the way to 24 dessert parlours in three years across uh, two countries. In my head, the way that when I first thought of the idea, what happened was nothing like what I expected to happen. So we finally got, so I had the idea, we were really excited, everything to do with Delightful Desserts from creating the menu, from putting together how to make. It was so mad, so even saying this idea because she was like, never, ever, ever wanting to leave the corporate background. So she was always like, I could never work for myself. I'm not interested in 
this. I'm not interested in that. And when she said it, I was like literally nearly choked on my cake. Neither did this. Neither. I was <laughs> shocked as well. I was yeah. absolutely shocked. And so but, I literally did it all. The reason I want to share this as well, sorry, before I forget to say this part, is because life is a dream. And I'm not joking, you guys. Like when I was in that world, when I was working in the shop and I was absorbing everything, it's all new. You kind of feel like it's going to last forever. And like you don't celebrate the highs. You don't celebrate the mad success that we had during that time because we just kept pushing the goalposts and wanting to do another one. We never kind of stopped and we're like, whoa, have we done this? Or because we just kept pushing the goalposts. And now that business has changed. It wasn't, it's not like now. The business Delightful Desserts now is not like what it was like, what I'm about to tell you six years ago. If anything, it's completely different. It's changed a, a lot. And I feel like, I feel a bit annoyed at myself for not embracing it more. I feel very annoyed at ourselves. Yeah, it was so- So many people are telling us we smashed it, but that's where, our strive for success overtook our kind of appreciation, I suppose. Yeah, about what we've like, done. I feel annoyed that I didn't enjoy it as much as I probably could. I did, but I wanted to. I want to do it more. So now this is why going forward, it's a new sunny and buzz in the sense that yeah, I want to appreciate everything. I want to celebrate the wins and I really want to celebrate this win like we have today. People, hence the net worth group, which I've yeah. spoken about before, but we'll touch on again later. So, so the idea came about. We looked for a premises. I had no idea, neither of us had any idea what we were doing, but it just felt right. And I think what you'll find when you speak to most entrepreneurs, loads of people just go with the flow. You go with your gut, you go with the instinct, and you literally just roll with it. You don't know what you're doing, but you just do it. And that's exactly how we did that business. Found some builders, um, got them to design the kitchen layout for us, got them to do everything. Even they weren't from that background. They were just uh, domestic builders. Did it all for us. Went and did it all up. I'm cutting a long story short here now, but we did it within a very short space of time. Idea was it's mad. We were painting the front of the shop on your birthday. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, it's so crazy. The idea was formed in June 2015. We had the shop open and ready to go by December 2015. Absolute novices in this hospitality game, but we did it. I remember Sonny was there. Um, she literally had like this separate work laptop. That she, no, she had a work laptop. Then she had another laptop, and that was just purely delightful desserts. And then she designed the logo. Uh, we applied for trademarks. Um, she created the menu or oh, I remember it all like yesterday sitting in front of the fireplace Everything. making it all oh she's coming out with all these things like it. Minty Madness Waffle and Malteser please all these different names are coming out I was like what the hell is this girl on because um, I was still doing the shop game then as well at the same time everything was done from one laptop sat on the floor in front of the fireplace at home I did it all from there and it's just mad and then yes we opened the store really really great we were extremely busy more than I ever expected to be in my head I was expecting to do all these like I know bake cakes of an evening and bring them into the shop and sell that's what she said first yeah I'm going to bake cakes I'm going to make different ones and all this shit I was, it was like what it was a different world back then so the dessert parlour game back then six years ago was quite new not many people knew about it so we had 40 different flavours of ice cream in our store we were next to three colleges on a busy high street so a lot of people would come and they'd be like wow what's this where did you get this idea from it's a great 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 business to be in at that time um, and now obviously there's dessert parlours everywhere but at that time it was very new we used to have a lot of long weights at the door I had to build my resilience up to another level so yeah. obviously I found I was still learning about dealing with customers dealing with people I used to read my reviews like religiously every day on like um, Facebook reviews was very big then Facebook was big for us and if I used to ever have one bad review I used to like literally beat myself up about it and I used, used to, to cry. cry over it I used to actually cry tears yeah. it was just crazy it was madness it was crazy um, but most of the re reviews are really good it was great we had a big demand so that was running for about what a year when we had before we opened the next yeah, year about six seven months yeah or about six seven months yeah, seven we months, had yeah. a lot of demand for home 
delivery. I was quite reluctant to do it from that store because that store was very busy and I felt like it couldn't uh, do home delivery because we were busy in that store. So we opened a smaller site um, in like a residential, residential estate for home delivery. That went, that did really well. And then how soon after? And then from that, that's it. We decided to look into uh, franchising. You come on board. Yeah. Sorry, you. Yeah, that's when I came on board. So obviously, Sunny fell pregnant with Nimran. Um, so I was still doing my stores. I had ten convenience stores at that point. Um, and the infrastructure that I wanted to create for the convenience stores, I felt like I could apply it to this. So I was like, okay, this is great. I want to really get my teeth stuck into this. Um, and that's when I came up with the idea of franchising. Sunny, me and Sunny had a massive hoo ha. We did. Yeah, well, she didn't speak to me for about a week. Why he would Best week ever. <laughs> Looking back now, yeah. Um, so yeah, we started franchising. So we contacted a franchising company and we literally went all out with it. Every single franchise exhibition that you could have been in, we were there. Big uh, staff. Before that, what made you not... We were on the front cover of loads of the yeah, franchise magazines yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, we were, yeah. about that. No, 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 no before that, that um, why did you not want a franchise? I did not want a franchise, probably because I don't think I had confidence in myself. Although the shops were doing really well and they were very successful, we were doing great. I felt like I couldn't understand why someone would want to come and basically buy something off me that I've created. I didn't understand it. I was a bit like, well, if you know, why would anyone be able to do it for us? And then yeah. I, my answer was like, well, why not? Why not? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I was like, Subway have done it. Yeah, but that's that Subway. Well, Subway started with one store. I think that's for me, and that's a lesson to anyone who's watching: is have confidence in yourself and never ever compare your journey to someone else's journey. So for me, I look at other brands and I think, and I say to Baz, God, they've smashed it, they have, haven't they? Oh, they. And then you think that there's something different, like oh, that they've smashed it because there's something different. They're not. Everyone starts off with the same as the same little business idea that they would have had either sat at home around a dinner table or on holiday or whatever, and then all they've done is worked at it and made it what it is. There's nothing unique. Or different about their business compared to yours other than their mindset to just go for it and that I'm telling you as entrepreneurs they are going through the same shit you are they are I'm telling you everyone does 110 percent I genuinely used to think prior to obviously the experiences we've had since and um, before speaking to other different entrepreneurs and obviously our different businesses that we've had since I just used to think that they're not having those problems they don't have staff issues they don't have people phoning in sick like you just think it's only you and you think but it's not it really is a, so don't compare your journey to anyone else and have true true absolute confidence in what you have got because you have got something good all you need to do is just have confidence everything what i found is all about your mindset if you believe in it you can make it you can make it happen you it's just so powerful market it. market it manifest it write it write your ambitions out there and just go and get it so we literally went from not knowing anything about franchising to learning researching getting in front of with franchise lawyers understanding how exactly the dynamics of a franchise um, works I was, I was reading I remember reading the profs of um, and, the, and the manuals of Subway to understand exactly how the franchise model works and then start applying it to ours everything is possible understand don't forget you know people don't come out of you know come out of school or like literally get born with suddenly a magic gift to say okay well I'm going to create this business people go out there and learn it's all about what you're learning and what you're prepared to do are you prepared to put in more than your competition are you prepared to put in more than the others to make your dreams come true and if you are then the entrepreneurial space is for you 100% I can absolutely echo that just don't think that every 
no one is born an expert. Everyone starts off exactly the same and then it's just what they put into it to get to where they want 100%. to be. So have that absolute confidence in yourself and be willing to invest in yourself. And people buy from people. So what we found is that most of our franchisees that came on board, they were coming on board because they liked us as people. And then obviously then the brand was secondary because you want to be- That's what was different from our franchise as well, was that we created something. So I walked around to Sunny and said, right, what would you have not been able to do without me? So I had like the vans, I had like the, the you know the cash and carries, I had like a bit more of the infrastructure and like the support network. And then I was like, well, what could you do? What, what have we had to do over the last 12 months to create this business that we can put into a manual? And then suddenly we had a franchise. That's it. That's it. All you have to do is look at your business and think, what are all the pitfalls that you haven't enjoyed doing? And how could I make this easy for someone else to do? Simply, that is what a franchise is. And then how can I we support hated, them? Yes, yeah, so I hated the fact that I had so many different suppliers, so many different invoices coming in, so many different places to buy things. I hated that I had to experience lots of different negative things from different suppliers. So I tried some really bad cookie dough, for instance, some really bad gelato. Um, and then I tried some excellent ones. So I had to go through lots of different cycles and meet, but till I found the right suppliers that I wanted to work with, the right product that I wanted, and how how I wanted the business to look and feel. I had to, I had to work on that. And when I finally got everything sorted, I said, what I would really like is one place to do all my ordering, one place to pay my stuff to, because I hate paying lots of different people doing lots of different things. And I'd like to come into the business and have everything set for me. I don't want to have to think, okay, it's Valentine's Day next week. What am I going to, what am I going to promote for it? Or what am I going to do? I just want someone to do all that for yeah. me. We literally ironed all of that out and then we created, put it all into a document and that's what we supplied to our franchisees. It's basically a business in a box. That's how it. we sold it. 100%. Um, so if anyone is thinking about franchising, that is basically what you need to do. Look at your current business model and have confidence that people just want to go into a business and not have to do all the hard work behind it. They just want if to anyone wants any information, hit us up. You know, We're more than happy to share some of our experiences and stuff. Absolutely. And um, so yeah, we can make that happen. It was fantastic. It was great. We had franchisees from all across the UK. Okay, some absolutely excellent who are still with us today. Some started off excellent, but we quickly realised, and they quickly realised that it wasn't for them. Some that we knew that were a good fit, and we didn't. Yeah, we learned stuff along the way. We learned that we, us trying to put certain people in certain boxes didn't work either. As we said, like everybody, as long as you're willing to learn, you can always execute something. But that doesn't mean that you'll always be the best at it. People do have different talents. You know, certain people might be great at accounting, certain people might be great at marketing, certain people might be great at infrastructure and logistics. So. I can learn and apply myself to everything, but I also understand where my strengths lie. Sunny understands where her strengths lie. And this is what we try and take care of in our business now. So we created the infrastructure, did everything for a certain period of time, and then put the right people in the right places. So I think it's very important that you, after, once you do start to grow it, to look back and analyze at what you're doing. I think this is one thing that I would have said to myself six to seven years ago, is appreciate what I'm learning, um, and really kind of be a bit more focused and streamlined about exactly how we want to position it and where we want to get to as well I mean, that's and have the right people that fully 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 are behind the brand before you get them because a lot of people have got a bit of spare cash and they're like oh yeah I'll open that I'll do it on the side and really if you're so passionate about it and you've built it from nothing to what it is 
you've got to make sure those other people have got the same passion as you so yeah we've had a lot of experiences with franchisees some excellent some not so excellent we could give some mad stories. stories about those don't want to go into that too much today. we just want to tell you more about the actual franchising model and would you recommend for other people if they've got a nice little business and people are so this is the thing so when I have my convenience stores I grew that from one store to ten store in three years and I found that I was making more money from four to five stores than I was from ten stores and the infrastructure I just couldn't put in place before I knew it I had like a ridiculous amount of staff a ridiculous amount of overhead ten lots of VAT ten lots of um, the, um, you know accounting uh, end of year accounts it was an absolute minefield and one thing what I hated from that was I don't want to have shitloads of stuff company owned stores and do it all ourselves what we understood was that there's a need for dessert parlors we needed to scale it but i can't be having a shop in norwich for example as i've got now and be running that and worrying that one day i'm gonna get a phone call saying sorry i can't make it to work today that'd become my problem so i take my hat off to business when i look at business like greg's and stuff and they're all company owned with sixty thousand employees i'm thinking how the hell have you done this fair play amazing infrastructure however that wasn't a challenge that we wanted from this we wanted a quality of life um, you know Sunny was obviously pregnant and we had the other girls that came on board um, and, uh, and and we just, we just had to make it kind of fit and work for us franchising was absolutely the right decision for us in our business I'm so glad we did it I'm so glad we experienced it to say that we're early 30s and we created a franchise model we had 20 it was mad we opened our first store and from opening our first store to start franchising and then from franchising to five stores within four months five stores opening four months remember exactly. between that and Christmas and Baz used to physically go out on the builds for them yeah. so we used to go out and actually build our stores alongside our like little domestic remember I said to you it was domestic Builders, yeah. Builders that we had, so they weren't. I felt like they're too slow, so I was just learning off them and just doing it. Yes, we were. It was very. We were, everyone was very hands-on in the business. Like I said, we were painting. We and then we created our own building team. Yeah. I used to have a minibus that went out, and oh, that was the minibus. The, the minibus. Then, I had an electrician on my books. I had a, a really carpenter on my books. I had all this whole team that used to come to the office, meet. We bought a minibus. We sent the minibus out to jobs. Yeah. And then one day, the job, the minibus had a job. I had a phone call from one of the lads, and like Baz, the, the minibus is gone. I was like, what you on about? And he goes, a bed factory next door um, set on fire the mattress or something fell out of the window landed on the van burnt the van out only van on the whole street that got burnt was ours Bad. and I was like meant to be obviously that was, that that was the time for that, that to go in it and That's then the team kind of just collapsed and it's like whatever another thing we've learnt along the way certain things if they happen you think shit well it's happened but then after a joy's realised it was meant to be because then we stopped using our in-house team that we'd created and we just started externally doing it which yeah. is so much better and we found that we're bleeding and when we look back at it we're actually bleeding money by having in-house team so this is what I'm saying about like just really looking about it and saying really kind of focusing on what's good for now and good for like should is, is it the right thing that I'm doing and really asking those questions and, and like really analysing it rather than just getting caught up in it I think that's yeah. something that I'd definitely take forward so franchising the dessert parlour was the dessert parlour industry has been absolutely great to us we've loved being in it sorry before Still that I forgot it. however it's just not the same sorry before about that we took it abroad yeah, so we got two, that's what we said, I said we got two uh, Holland. Yeah, but no, but that was a challenge we haven't spoken about, that yeah, challenge. That was a madness. That was a madness, I literally, yeah, I, we're out there, I was out there building stores, we were driving bands and ice cream over the border just to be able to um, make sure we could service them because we couldn't get stuff there on the right time. The language barrier. It was barrier. mad, the language barrier, oh, do you remember? When we went there, we were on the bike. Yeah, we were on there, there's yeah. videos of Sonny's like going around on the bikes and stuff, it's crazy. It was, it was just such an experience. I used to go over there regularly, like, sometimes I used to go there for like the day, I used to fly at like six in the morning, 
I used to land back at 6, 7pm in the evening So, you know, you literally go there, have the meetings, come back It was mad But the life lessons that we learned And we were actually meant to open three stores in Morocco just before lockdown um, January um, 2020 um, I was, was it 2019 or 2020? Yeah, 2020 um, Remember I was in Morocco Yeah And we were meant to open three stores uh, Had them secured, had the locations They're meant to become delightful desserts But it just didn't happen And you know what, I look back at it with such no, talking about it now with fond memories. I do, I've got absolutely Even though stressful memories, memories yeah. as well, but fond memories. Yeah, I feel like it's what made us. Yeah. So the dessert parlour industry, love it, it's made us what we are. We've got a lot of experiences, so much more that we could share about the dessert parlour industry because obviously it's taken a long, it's, oh, a, it's a big part of our life. Um, and then obviously from that we moved on to food service. So the purpose of this uh, vlog today is to talk to you about franchising your business. If anyone wants to franchise it, obviously the, the things that you should look out for the franchisees make sure that they're absolute right fit for your business because they can make or break you um, and we've got stories to tell about them as well um, and then just what it is now so every every business has its time there are businesses that exist now that the best businesses ever that didn't even exist five years ago let alone 10 years ago 20 years ago so everything has its time i i personally feel like the dessert pilot industry isn't as strong as it was well not personally i know it's not as strong as it was yeah. obviously covid has had a massive impact on it because all eatings basically came to a halt for the best part of two years um and they're everywhere now. They're not as exclusive as they used to be. So obviously, since we've then moved on into the food service, we've still got some dessert parlors, not as many as we used to have. We're trying to narrow them down. I'm finding- It's whole, mad because like- I'm finding the whole like, hospitality industry, now that we've experienced a service-led industry. This is the thing, like, the thing is for us, like, because we've got this going on as well, and we've got our other food service business. The food service business is like, it's like, there's only two of us and like we've got to really focus and channel our energy there's still money to be made from dessert parlors there's great money to be made from we're still getting inquiries coming through regularly we do and we're hesitating we're like oh my god we've got three people that want to open a delightful desserts and we're like and we don't even go to anything. do we do we not like should we should we not because we're like so stretched there's only like so many days and so many hours in a week and for us it's really important that we're really now trying to streamline and focus our our efforts um I think but, what we're going to do now is yeah. do what's more what's important for us and our lifestyle. What we like, what we what we realise, what our strengths are: creating products and selling them, but doing it from us. What I really, really hate about delightful desserts, my biggest hate about it, is that other people are representing something that we created. Yes. So obviously we've got all these shops, um, but we're not there. We're not there nine times out of ten. Well, ten times out of ten, actually, never there. I can't remember the last time I actually worked in one of the shops. So we've got other people there working for us now. If someone was to call me and say, I went to your shop the other day. My first thought is, oh my God, I hope they had good customer service. I hope that staff member was wearing their apron, their cap. I hope they said hello to them. I hope they're being good. Like, a stress. And you can't control all of that. And we tried to control it. We had area managers in place. We had team leaders. We, had, we put a big infrastructure in place. But we learned a lot of lessons about... It's one of those. Like I've, we learned a lot. I think that if we'd stayed in that industry and we hadn't grown into other industries, we probably would have had double the amount of stores now, 110%. 110%. But it's just like, for us... We always work to a five-year plan now. Yeah. And like we said, with Jot Life and stuff, that we're, we're, we're aspiring to become a unicorn business. And that is a cotton shop business for us. We will look to sell it in the next five years and get out of that industry. And I truly believe, like going back to what you were saying, that everything has a time and you need to value your time and your self-worth against what you're putting your energy and efforts into. If you're looking at a business, like we could have stayed in the dessert pile industry for the next 20 years and we would have been extremely successful. Um, but for us as entrepreneurs, we're looking at different things and different spaces. We want to go into different things 
in five years from now, we're already planning for what we want to achieve by the time we're, um, you know, by the time we're 40 years old. I want to do something that really excites me. And what excites me is uh, business mentorship, speaking to like-minded entrepreneurs. Hence the net worth. Uh, hence the net worth. That's, that for us now is just so exciting. And it's it's so good because it's us. It's us having conversations. We're looking at a meeting that we had this morning, obviously. We can't release that yet, but just... The energy, energy that we get back, man, is mad, isn't it? That's, that's the whole point of the network. It's mad. So, yeah, we'll talk about that separately. But, yeah, that's a, a quick insight into Delightful Desserts, how we grew from one store to three uh, to 24 stores in three years. It was a mad three years. We've got we've uh, gained more stores. We've lost new stores. We've gained new franchisees. We've lost franchisees. We've closed stores all along the journey. So much stuff has happened. If anyone wants to franchise their business, I strongly recommend that go with your gut and do it because you have got nothing to lose. Um, You've only got one chance, you got one life, go for it, man. JFDI, just go fucking do it. it. I think the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing what have you You don't care what people life. say. Don't people say, don't oh yeah, care. don't care. Don't just care. Fucking you, do it. Even if you do it and your second store doesn't work or it's not as good as your first store, what have you got to lose other than you've tried it? Just try it, give it a go and see what happens. You might find that it's busier, you might find that you just need to change certain things about the way you operate. Yeah, anything that we can do to help, hit us up. You know, we're more than happy to share knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. You know, happy 100%. To um, so that's it really, I still have for desserts franchise. Yeah. Next week we'll talk about everything desserts. Um, and then and we'll talk about Jack Life, yeah, because that's what the article says. If uh, you guys didn't know, guys, we were actually like front cover of the magazine today, so just saying. Major. <laughs> yeah. So major. So yeah, okay, um, literally two minutes left now, three minutes left. Just sum up, speak about, we're speaking about energy, speaking about what we've been doing. The net worth is absolutely popping off. Um, we've streamlined it. We've actually got the package and stuff together now of exactly what we're offering. Um, we're really kind of streamlining the, the applicants, really, I suppose, isn't it? And picking the people that we really feel that are going to add value to the to the next person that we take on and to the other load of people that we all have already taken on. So it's like kind of really well, creating that community isn't it well, that's that's all we're doing is we're creating a community of people that are going to be the best advocates for each other that's what we want we have had so many experiences in business and sometimes you think am i the only person that's experiencing this is this actually real life i want people to sit in a room and be like no yeah i, I have the same thing or i have that i just want us to all bounce ideas off each other and be each other's best supporters and we've got such big plans for this group like the year's worth of plans that we've got are just the tip of the iceberg so if anyone's on the edge about joining or thinking that they want a little bit more information don't be afraid to pick up the phone and have a conversation with us because we're more than more than happy to answer anyone's questions the main thing we are looking for is not the size of your business not the sector of your business but the fact that you want to develop and you want to grow your network and not just create contacts but create life just grow your network grow yourself exactly. and we want to learn from you as much as you guys want to learn from 100%. us we know that we don't know everything in the world and we're willing and we're like sponges and we want to learn I mean we just want to surround ourselves by people that can add value to us but we know that we've definitely got value to add to other people um, and that's what the network is and energy is contagious so I just want lots of it and positive things to happen so yeah, yeah. that's what we're really looking forward that's to it. So, um, that's our next thing so yeah and that's it. That so deadline closes for that on the 28th of February um, any questions please do get in touch um, check out our Instagram page and hit us up on the DMs that are always open um, besides that thanks a lot for watching um, hope you guys had a, a good insight into the life of the franchise and how we scaled it um, any be, questions yeah. guys like I said holler at us we're more than more than happy to tell you more information about it yep and that's it and you should have posing closing for your poncho that's it <laughs> 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 that's it alright guys see you next week bye, bye take care bye, bye.